we opened up for this band called Turquoise Jeep back in college, and they sold out the whole show. The person that booked the gig, he knew about our college team, and he was like, this should go well. It did not go well. And we get up there, no one knows who we are. Everyone is just rather confused. And then our suggestion was, can we get a suggestion from the audience? And they yelled out, Turquoise Jeep. They, they, they wanted the headliner. They didn't want us. Welcome to Accent Accidents. I'm your host, Hannah, and as always, I'm joined by Anna and Evan. If you're new to this podcast, be sure to subscribe or follow us. Today, we are talking about all things improv... Oh my God, I can't even say this word. Improv... <laughs> improv. I'm just going to say improv. Today, <laughs> you know what? Just make improv. it up. No, I found it out. This is how, what we're doing. Today, we're talking about all things improv. This can be... Uh, this is a form of theatre, often comedy, where most or all of what is performed is unplanned or unscripted, created spontaneously by the performers. Today... To help us unpack all of this, we're joined by Mario Orolo. Orolo. Hey. Is that right? That's right. Executive Artistic Director of Jet City Improv in Seattle, Washington, and also Evan's best and only friend. Hello, Mario. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? What up? Hello. (laughs) Good to see Yeah. I mean, that's some really special news I I just got. What? (laughs) That you're my best and only friend. Aww. Well, the sad thing is I'm not Mario. I'm not Mario's only friend. <laughs> Mario has many friends, but Mario's my only friend. I'm not surprised by this. Mario is just like a ball of energy. Thank Positive, you. Happy, happy energy. He knows okay. everyone. You walk down the street and he like, he's like waving at people. People are like, oh, it's Mario. Like, like literally no joke. That's happened to us. Really? We've been in the middle of, no, we've been in the middle of like, downtown seattle and people like are like what up mario and i'm like that is a random street person (laughs) what's a street person (laughs) yeah what's up what's a street person a person well let me break it down a person on the street (laughs) and they know mario it sounds like a i don't know a street like a some urchin some greaser yeah he knows he knows all the gangs um He's going to run for office one day, too, probably. I don't know. I don't need to do this. Mario, you introduce yourself. Hello, team. Uh, My name is Mario, and I um, am a good person. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I think COVID. Okay, can I say this? What's your favorite color? Yes, thank you. My favorite color is blue. If you couldn't tell, um, and um, I bought a lava lamp. Ooh, oh, God, nice. I was obsessed with buying a lava lamp when I was younger. And how's get, it going? Did get, it get hot? <laughs> <laughs> how's it going with your lava lamp? Is it good? Should I buy one? Here's well, here's the thing. I went to Target to get some toothpaste, and I came back with a lava lamp. Yeah, that's, that's Target. Target. Yeah, Target. and here's the thing: I do still need toothpaste, though. I, <laughs> I, I did you just block out. I did. <laughs> oh, I spent a good hour, hour and a half on these lava lamps because they were on sale, and I, I was like, okay. I, and now I'm intrigued, and now now I'm committed. And I ended up buying the there's like red, orangish lava lamp. 
But where is it? Like in your house, is it a bedroom lava lamp or a lounge room lava lamp? That is actually a really, uh, that's a great question. I think it's a bedroom lava lamp, but I could totally see it in my living room too. And what color did you get again? Orange, reddish, like, yellow. Is that a nice lava color? Lava, that lava. Crazy, like to get you into the bedroom vibes of like going to sleep. Yeah, the, or, that's your bedroom vibe. <laughs> I don't think that's what a lava lamp's for. So we want to know, you know, improv is a very like personal, not personal, but it's like audience driven a lot of times. Um, so have you like adapted since COVID to this? Like, what are some pros and cons you've had? Um. Wow. I think Zoom improv is just so hard to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm doing that pretty diplomatically when I say I, I'm i not a big fan of it and it sucks. Um, but it's not a – I think the thing that I love about improv is, like, it's such a gathering mechanism, right? We When people see this show, when we're doing it for rehearsals, we're, we're kind of gathered. There's, like, 12 – you know, 12 to 15 people, like sometimes during a show. Right. Um, and so, you, you know, not seeing, not hearing, not, not um, experiencing their warmth. Ah, like that's crazy to say, but like experiencing their warmth. No. Yeah. You know, and just being like, holy crap. Like, how are you all? Because here's the thing, folks, improv in the hierarchical of needs of theater from like Shakespeare to like musical theater. We're right on the bottom. You feel, right? right like, in terms right. of funding, in terms of how people view us. Like, even when we think about, like, when we write a grant, sometimes people are like, what's it, you know, what, you know, what is this? Um, but the fact that we're, we're gathering um, online virtually has also been a gift because it's nice to see people. And it's also similar what we did to just laugh and just yeah. goof around. And um, I will say we've just kind of goofed around and recorded on it, which has been fun. So at so at Jet City Improv, yeah. where you are the executive artistic director, yeah. you've had to totally like pivot all these live shows or maybe like running series of like theme shows you have, et cetera. Like you have, you've had to move those all onto just like like a like what on Twitch like tune in like how are you been doing this? Well, like here's the thing that's crazy is like you know we had to like encounter a whole like billion dollar thing which is YouTube and Twitch oh, yeah, yeah and all that and then like all of us that are already socially awkward people <laughs> you you know what I mean where we're social you know we had to get on these like cameras and start doing you know doing this work and it's a whole new vehicle it's such a whole new medium to experience and it was hard you know it was hard mm -hmm. to do um but i will say i think building the characters having fun um has been the saving saving grace i think because even during covid we're still seeing quite a few people wanting to see shows like even though it's virtually which is pretty cool and that yeah. a, a lot of our like a lot of shows have done a really awesome job at like hitting the virtual base and not even like performance wise, like teaching or doing whatever. Like the other day I taught somebody from the Philippines, you know? Oh, and I was like, cool. I was like, Holy, what's up fam? How are you? And they were like, good, good. And, um, 
it was just it was cool to find that kind of that reach right because yeah. i mean prior to that we were just like in our own regional kind of community which is great which is cool isn't that funny like i don't know if you guys watch like trevor noah or john oliver but like at this like usually like he's there in front of a live audience and like you feed off that like the crowd laughing and stuff like mm -hmm. that and when they first started i was like this i'm not going to be able to get behind this there's no way i'm going to be able to watch this without like hearing the crowd laughing and stuff yeah. but you do like it's amazing what people have done in terms of like comedy shows and stuff and how they've just made it work yeah i still love those shows and i'm still laughing but it's yeah. really funny but i would say on the flip side though I don't know if you've ever been to a really funny movie or you go to a movie with your friends and you think it's really funny because you go with your friends and you all laugh hysterically through the whole thing. And then you're yeah. like, this movie is great. And so when it comes out, I'm, you know, right. I'm going to say on video because that makes me sound really old. But, you know, when it comes out on like Amazon or whatever, yeah. you try to watch it with your spouse. You're like, no, it's so funny. And then they're like, it's crickets. Yeah. Because you're like, there's this thing that happens when you're actually in the same room with someone like, or with a bunch of people that you can't really recreate. Yeah. Like, he, here. I mean, sure, we'll laugh and we'll have a good time, but it's, there's something else. That like crowd a little, energy. Yeah. yeah there's something well, that's else like when you, um, when you go and see a comedian versus when you watch a comedian's, you know, performance on Netflix or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. You can really, really just like it feel like when you think about that difference, you're like, oh snap. I went and saw this person live and I was cracking up. And it's like this energy and this performance aspect of like you are giving in, right? You go there and you're giving yourself over to this experience. And so you're ready to laugh. You're ready to laugh. And like, boom, there's even a slight joke. You're ready to laugh. But then we are at home watching the exact same set and on TV and it's just you in the living room, you're like, it's not that funny, you know? Like, and and there's a definite, I, I can't even imagine trying to do improv with, uh, with, with scene partners as a performer, right? Like, cause I've done some improv back in my day, but like Mario, when you interact in a scene with somebody, there's so much body language and like, and like sort of aura reading that happens between you and your partner, right? How are you, how are you putting on a scene on freaking Zoom with somebody and being able to like read their thoughts? Can you? Uh, and then there's the delay of the internet. Right, and the internet delay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of all of the above, you know? And that's mm. the cool thing about, I will say the golden, like the, the, trick of, uh, the trick of doing this trade, and I say trade in, in a non-pretentious way, but like, we get to just make stuff up, <laughs> and if it doesn't work, we're like, okay, cool. Let's try something new. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's like the thing that's really cool is like, okay, we tried to do shows like in the beginning of the pandemic, and y'all, I remember our conversation that we had. You you caught me, what, the second, third week in March? Mm -hmm. You know, that's when I was just starting my job, yeah. you know, and now being through the pandemic and seeing how what this craft is like pre what it is now and then even having the the liberty to think about what it could be in the future has been a pretty cool experience mario what's like the worst like improv experience you've ever had oh my gosh um how long do we have <laughs> right. 
Well, I mean, oh, yeah. Let me rephrase it. Have you ever had a good experience doing it? <laughs> yes, I did. It was the fall of 2010. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I. I would say. Um, I mean, I've had the gambit of like bad, like you're doing a private show in front of a senior citizens, and there's like seven of them, and they all have no idea what we're doing. But they're. Where they are. But I'm not trying to be mean, but they're lonely, so they need that interaction, you know? And I've done it where it's just like, are we funny or are we just doing this because we're just, let's just continue to show and get out of here, you know? <laughs> and then I've done it for, like, clubs where, like, we're opening for, like, the main event, like, the uh, like the headliner. Like, we opened up for this band called Turquoise Jeep back in college. And... um they were the headliner and they sold out the whole show. Okay. And then the person that booked the gig, he, um, he knew about us or uh, he knew about our college team and he was like, this should go well. It did not go well. It, you know what I mean? We walked in and he's like, okay, before turquoise Jeep came, uh, uh, let's welcome the dead parrot society. And we get up there. No one knows who we are. Everyone is just rather confused and then our suggestion was, can we get a suggestion from the audience? And they yelled out, Turquoise Jeep. They, 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 they wanted the headliner. They didn't want us. Um, yes. I, um, so that's been bad. I've done it. You know, I've done gigs where it's in for like um, correctional facility, like officers who are like working the prisons and working our like our system. And they are some of the raunchiest fucking crowds. It's, it's, it, I mean, sorry to swear, but like, they're so raunchy. I've done it for like high school Christian. Like, so like, like it's, it's quite wonderful and beautiful to see kind of the, the shows that I've done and had the privilege of doing, um, you know, and like, I've, I think my favorite show to kind of end on a positive was like, you know, a few years ago, one of our communities up um, up in like Snoqualmish County, like called um, Oso, they had the uh, Oso slides, right, right. And I got to do a fundraiser show where we raised like, you know, maybe 30 grand, 40 grand for a particular road uh, or particular staff. And so like to see a community say, hey, thank you so much for, yeah. for being here. It's been kind of rough, but to get some laughs has been pretty cool. You know, it's a it's a crazy art form, y'all. And he, yeah. you're just saying, Hannah, some of the people that are the most awkward, the most sort of like, I don't want to do any of this, are sometimes the best improvisers. Interesting. You know, and it's just like, you know, similar to stand-up and similar to sketch and all that. We're paid for the attempt, folks. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, right. you know, the, the thing could be complete shit, but it's just like, here's the thing. Um yeah. Our job was to just try to make you feel good, and then you get to go. We did it for the local firefighters. I won't say what city it was from. Um, they were wild. Like, it was like booze everywhere. Yeah, and like the suggestions you get, you're like, can I have a suggestion for a relationship? Divorced. And you're, and you're just like, and you're just like, how are you? Like, how are you? Like, how, how are you feeling right now? You know? Um, I, I think my, my favorite thing that I do right before, and I do this for almost every show, is I just say, 
Thank you so much for supporting local theater. Thank you so much for being here. Everyone, let's take a collective deep breath in and lower your expectations. You see what I'm saying? Like, and literally get out of your way of thinking what funny is and just allow us to take care of you. You teach improv at businesses and companies, like as this like side element of improv and from your schools, right? It's not just like, oh, we're doing like shows and come see them. You actually go to places and teach like, like why and what is like what does that do? What is that for? Yeah, so you, you, one of the factors of what we do is like corporate prov or business prov or like or or um, taking the the values of like being on stage and like putting it with in a company within an organization, and they're pretty pretty basic stuff, but it's kind of fascinating to do like exercises and whatnot and seeing where people are at. For instance, one of the one of the foundational traits of like what we do is like yes and, right? Mm-hmm. Except accepting a reality and then kind of moving it forward, right? Well like we're doing these exercises like all you have to do is say yes and but some people it was hard for them to say yes and you know what yeah. I mean? Or you would see like an accounting department uh, like stuck on one exercise because you know they were thinking about the rules too much maybe maybe i explained it badly maybe um or just seeing sort of the inner workings of this um of their company what they're about and i've done it for you know i think some big stuff like over at microsoft we had a storytelling workshop where we actually got to connect with some of their pr folks and talk about how improv can like lead to some cool um cool stuff right so you use this so you Mm -hmm. use these like improv games and exercises to do like like team building team building people who are just not performers right they're just like in these different departments yeah like team building um we do a lot of it's collaboration and a big thing that i teach is like making your partner look good improv is very counter capital does that make sense C- no. Counter capitalistic. It's very. Oh um, yes, it does. Yeah. Yep. So it, yeah, you're yeah, basically go. putting it on somebody else. It's not about me, right? Yes. No. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it should be. Are you saying improv like, can get very much Evan. about me? Yes. And the, and the skill is to get it about your partner rather than yes. yourself. Yes. So my job right now is to make y'all look good. Like if I make yeah. y'all look good, then I should be good too. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. I think if I think there's a lot of incentive out there is to like, hey, make sure you're doing better than those folks. Yeah. OK. Right. And not only make so. sure that you're doing better. Don't talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to hear how you're doing. Just get it done. Yeah. And that kind of toxicity and mindset. I mean, we'll do an exercise about like, you know, one of the ones that uh, my channel is like word ball, which is the concept of like, I literally say. Uh, a word like red and then Kabina, what would you think yeah. of red i would say apple and then hannah uh snow white snow white and anna uh, mickey mouse and then i would say money baby you, you know what i mean because yeah. mickey mouse is literally a billionaire okay yeah. that's funny and so like that sort of thing but you would have people like that kind of create that that kind of work and, and like cool, you said something, I'm accepting it, and here's my new reality, and then you're taking that reality and making it your own. 
you feel like you're part of a group. Yeah, yeah. You, you feel and you like you gotta listen. You, you're like you have totally. to actually be present and listen to the people around you. And like I think, I mean, I think a lot of us when we do this is we're not even trying to be funny. We're just like you know. I don't even care about being funny. Like one of our instructors used to work with Ryan Styles from Who's Line, and this guy's considered one of the funniest people ever. And he's also a huge mentor of mine. Yeah, your buddies with him. Yeah, such a great guy. And like he's like, I don't like. It's not about being funny right now. It's like making sure that we can do this as a team, be mm-hmm. collaborative, and also have fun. Like um, it's crazy how many times we've been into a company or whatever, and we're like, hey, like. Do you like your job? And people are like, no. <laughs> I'm in it for the benefits, buddy. I ain't doing your little clappy game, okay? <laughs> you can have a good time. I'm out of here. And then I'm just like, okay, cool. What happens if I said money and then they would wordball like dancing or something like yeah. that? You know what I mean? And like those folks that had sort of the – and so that's the thing about improv is it also reunites and it also – um really allows you to accept failure. And that's a big thing within one of our values is yes and making your partner look good and then and then also embracing failure, right? 90% of the scenes that we see aren't necessarily the best scenes. You know what I mean? You're just like, okay, that's cool. Okay, good try. And I'm <laughs> I... should we play one game? Yeah, so yeah, let's play a game. Mario, you kind of hinted at one and we almost did it there for a second. What was it? It was called Word Ball. And we all and, and we did it, which is I'll say a word and then uh Evan goes and then Hannah and then Anna goes and then and then I'll go after Anna. And all we're doing is just doing a simple word. Like yeah. so for instance, sun. Rainbow. Oh, rainbow. Uh gold. Fish. Ocean. Dolphin. <laughs> uh, uh, sea world. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Excited. Uh, tinsel. Christmas. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would say, Anna, how are you? How are <laughs> Anna, how how is it for you? How are things? <laughs> That's so funny. What so is this is this like a warm up game or does it have like a conclusion? No, what? that's literally it. And I mean it's it so word ball is awesome because it's a good to get the brain a flowing. So before a show we'll do like a word ball exercise and everything that you all mentioned we can use as like scene work. So wow, so like convenient. yeah, it's like we're stocking the fridge is what we call it in the biz. Hey, I'm, stocking the fridge, stocking yeah, the fridge. with like with like concepts, things to pull from, right, right. That's smart. So, Man, um, love a full fridge. <laughs> so, one word story is we can go uh, the same order on all. Um, start off with just one word, and then Evan, Hannah, and Anna will fill in the fill in the blanks, and then we'll just keep going and make a nice little story. Okay, like one word at a time. One word at a time. So okay. this is different in that in word word ball it's like you're just whatever comes to comes mind to next. Yeah. Whereas here we're actually trying to create like a narrative story. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Can, <laughs> She's yeah. squirming, by the way. Can I get a suggestion? Like what? Like what's on your mind today? Um, Anna. Yeah. What's uh moving? No, mm. not moving. Painting. Painting. Painting's on my mind. Dope. Okay. Once. 
upon a time. Jasper was making a cupcake for his mother who wanted something delicious for his birthday. Yay, that's perfect. I am Isn't that that was that was I know it's a lot of pressure, but it's also like, yeah, Jasper made a cupcake for his mom because she wanted something delicious. You know what I mean? Um, and it's so silly. And like the thing is, um, I I would say doing that exercise a lot a lot of times. Just the sentence sometimes doesn't make sense. Yeah. And yeah. you know that's okay. Like I said, we're paid for the effort. We're paid for the process. It don't need to make no sense. It's a journey, people. Uh, do we want to try again? Yeah, yeah. yeah let's try another one. Okay, um, suggestion, please. A what? what? A, a suggestion. A suggestion. Um, uh, astronauts. Boom. Once there was a astronaut. <laughs> she felt great. <laughs> And wanted some space ness. <laughs> so she went up into space <laughs> and researched how to. Why? Why? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, want you to, I want you to read it out in the sentence because it sounds so stupid. Someone needs to type it. it. <laughs> <laughs> that, was no. so that was fun, huh? Oh, yeah. I want to know what she did. What did you do? She wanted some space. It's funny space. how you like want more, though. Like when, you're, when you're in it, you're yeah. like, yeah, what's going to happen? We're going to move on to what's the word? Okay. So, if you remember, Mario, this is um, when I share some Australian slang with you and you have to guess the definition, the translation, what you think it means. And I want to share um, one that Anna will potentially know just because uh, my friends have shared it with her. And You'll know it, Anna, but I okay. want you to just stay quiet and let Anna and, I mean, let um, um, Evan and, and Mario. That's Mario. Yeah, <laughs> Evan and Mario decide. I'm so tired. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm going to start with just like an easy one. Okay. Okay, so this is this is just a word. It's not a, not a phrase. It's Manchester. It's what we use as a word to call something that you use to call something else. Oh, I see. Um, is it uh, like a blender? No, but that's awesome. It's not. Throw them in the Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> Make me a smoothie. <laughs> Is, I just was like like a room. No. Yeah. Oh, Anna? Yeah. I don't know this one. It's bedding. Like your like duvet. 
Blame is it. a Manchester. It will be like, we'll, let's get, let's go to Kmart and get some Manchester. Kmart. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Actually, Wait. Kmart in Australia is really good. Like Kmart, Kmart, Kmart in Australia. Nice. <laughs> Kmart is nice. You could go into someone's apartment and they could deck it out with Kmart furniture, Kmart accents, and you what? would not know the difference. It's lovely. Kmart Wait. is a good experience. Target. Did like, Kmart go all in on Australia? Yeah, what I don't is know, this but it's because they it's abandoned not, us. It's, yes, not, it's not a bad place to be. Yeah, I remember get, going to Kmart as a kid and being so sad when my mom was like, because I'd, I'd be like, oh, you know, I need new pants. And she'd yeah. be like, all right, we're going to Kmart. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> I don't need your best. Why can't we go to Lady and <laughs> All right, the next one is flat out like a lizard drinking. <laughs> that one sounds specific. Okay. Like when you're like splayed out, like when you're totally like, like, like a pile. You're a total pile. A pile. Like you're just like lay, like you're just lay, like you're like if you were just totally flopped on a couch. Oh, like, yeah, like he's you're like, done. He's like laid out like a lizard drinking. Okay. Is that is that what the phrase was? Yeah, flat out like a lizard drinking. That's my guess. Like like shame. Shame. Like, oh, you know, flat out like a lizard drinking, you know, like dishonor. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like dishonor. Shame. No. Like, oh, no. okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. okay. That, was, that was the answer. And I, I know this one. Oh, you do? Oh, you well, do? share. What do you think it is? That you're busy? Yeah. What? Very busy when you're very busy. It's like to be, the definition is to be hard at work, just like a lizard who physically lies out flat in order to drink water, which is done quickly in the main source of activity during the day. <laughs> That's <laughs> so specific to like right? an Australian animal-like observation. <laughs> I am so crikey busy, <laughs> like crikey. a lizard. You know how crikey. how busy are you? <laughs> I'm busier than a lizard. <laughs> flat out, like That's a lizard so drinking. Good. All right. The next one is as crook as a rook would. As <laughs> crook as a as crook as a play. I can't even say it. <laughs> nice, as crook as a rook would. Crook as a rook would. Yeah. <laughs> say it again. As crook as a rook would. As crook as, as I a... say it, and the more I say, it, the more yeah. it's like fucking weird, right? As crook as a rook would. You see, I I feel like I'm drunk. <laughs> it does, yeah. I'm as crook as a rook would. Mario, do you have any guesses? <laughs> um, crook as a rook. Like tight or like efficient? No. Okay. But that's a good guess. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. It means that you're like a you're like a scammer. Ooh, like a yeah, I get what you're saying. Crook, get, crook yeah. has two meanings, and what this uh, word relates to is not that one. So you're wrong, but like, <laughs> <laughs> crook, I know what you mean. Like, we would say, right. oh, is it like, oh my god, a robber or a crook? Like, right. we would say those robber. two. Meanings. A robber. He took it. He took it like it was a crook would. Yeah. <laughs> what? Crook is a rook would. um i okay i feel like i feel like it's what you say when you're exhausted no No, it's when you're chronically ill 
And so the meaning is to describe someone who is very unwell by making reference to Rookwood Cemetery, the largest necropolis in the southern hem- hemisphere. Necropolis. It's like a big it almost sounded like you're gonna say necro something else. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Necropolis. I was, I was going that way, and then I was like, no, no, that's not the word. <laughs> the nec- uh, so that's in that's in Australia. I'm assuming. Yeah, Rockwood Cemetery. Haven't heard of it. Your crook is a rookwood. As crook. But these as things rook- are true. Like my sister messaged me weirdly enough today, and she's like, I just listened to, to your uh, Boston episode, and she's like, I do say. Something is it the sheep stations one that we that we were the the what's the word remember oh. sheep stations and she yeah. said that um, my brother in law her husband says dry as a dead dingo stone donger he actually says that <laughs> dry as a really dead dingo she said he does say that I was like whoa these things exist it's not like I'm making it up people I'm related to say this stuff <laughs> I'm related Ew. to these people all right one more and when I say this Evan in um you're gonna have to beep out the word it's a bit rude it's a bit aggressive is it the well, c word no it's not the c word it's the f word but i don't know it just feels like it oh, might I be. Just said is it because your parents are listening no i don't know uh okay tucker fucker huh tucker fucker wait one more time tucker fucker i heard that i heard that yeah, Tucker, what, you, what is it? <laughs> I knew this one and now I forget. Me oh, too. really? Like yeah. It. Tucker Sucker. Like quick? And like from Evans. Mine are always like, like Was and now I forget what it is, and it just got funnier because the way it's Hannah not, said it's it. not a butthole, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I think so it's something like mundane or like it is, know. it's like so lame, but it's like so Australian. All right, so this is literally the definition a tucker fucker is a microwave, one that fucks up your food. That's right, a microwave, yeah. yeah. You I didn't know this. Wait, where this came up because what were we talking about? Well, it's like, when we were trying to test you on being Australian. Yeah, yeah, and so like all my friends came up with these phrases that sent to Anna, and some of them didn't get in, and that was one of them. Yeah, that's right. Shout out to Georgie. Shout, yeah, Georgie. shout out to Georgie. A tucker yeah. fucker is a microwave. Yeah, that's so go. weird. I love that. That's cool. Right. I mean, for all I know, a Manchester is a microwave, so it's like <laughs> whatever. Well, I gotta go heat up some coffee in the Tucker Tucker. Yeah. Did my accent really bad? No, it's great. It's it's so good. It's so good. Hard R's, hard R's. <laughs> that's the way. Okay, so that's it, everyone. Thank you, Mario, for joining us, and thank you all for listening. And Mario, where can people catch you? Where should we follow you? Where should we listen and watch you and do all the things? Yeah, just check us out at DeadCityImprov.org and check us out online and Twitch and YouTube. We're still making the funny happen. Hell yeah! Yeah. 
Uh, if you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe or follow us on your favorite listening app. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a review. Catch ya!